Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 28th of August, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, proof-of-concept exploit code has been publicly released for vulnerabilities in Juniper SRX firewalls, which, when chained, can allow unauthenticated attackers to gain remote code execution in Juniper's June OS on unpatched devices. Juniper disclosed four medium-severity bugs as part of its EX switches and SRX firewalls and released security patches two weeks ago. These security flaws were found in the PHP-based JWeb interface, which admins use to manage and configure Juniper devices on their networks. To quote the release, with a specific request that doesn't require authentication, an attacker is able to upload arbitrary files via JWeb, leading to a loss of integrity for a certain part of the file system, which may subsequently allow chaining to other vulnerabilities. By chaining exploitation of these vulnerabilities, an unauthenticated network-based attacker may be able to remotely execute code on these devices. Security researchers at Watchtower Labs have since developed and released a proof-of-concept exploit which chains the SRX firewall flaws, a missing authentication for critical function vulnerability known as CVE-2023-36846, and a PHP external variable modification bug together, also publishing a technical deep dive describing their vulnerability analysis and POC development process. While Juniper has not provided any info on active exploitation of these security flaws in the wild, according to Watchtower Labs, they expect attackers to soon start targeting Juniper devices left unpatched as part of wide-scale attacks. Admins are therefore urged to apply Juniper's patches or upgrade June OS to the latest release, or at the very least, apply mitigation measures suggested by the vendor as part of the release as soon as possible. Quote, given the simplicity of exploitation and the privileged position that Juno S devices hold within a network, we would not be surprised to see large-scale exploitation. Those running an affected device are urged to update to a patch version at their earliest opportunity and or to disable access to the JWeb interface, if at all possible. A threat actor which is believed to be tied to the FIN8 hacking group have exploited the CVE-2023-3519 remote code execution flaw in Citrix Netscaler systems in order to execute domain-wide attacks. Sophos has been monitoring the campaign since mid-August, reporting that the threat actor performs payload injections, primarily using BlueVPS for malware staging, deploying obfuscated PowerShell scripts, and dropping PHP web shells on victim machines. This bears resemblance to other attacks that Sophos observed earlier in the summer, which led analysts to deduce that these two attacks are linked, with the threat actor specialising in ransomware attacks. CVE-2023-3519 is a critical severity vulnerability with a CVSS score of 9.8, code injection flaw which affects Citrix Netscaler ADC and Citrix Netscaler Gateway. Discovered as an actively exploited zero-day back in mid-July, the vendor released security updates for the problem back on July the 18th, but there was evidence that cybercriminals were allegedly selling an exploit for the floor since at least July the 6th. By August 2nd, Shadow Server reported discovering 640 web shells in an equal number of compromised Citrix servers, and two weeks later, the group Fox IT raised that number to 1,952. By mid-August, reportedly over 31,000 Citrix Netscaler instances remained vulnerable to the CVE, more than a month after the security update was made available, giving threat actors plenty of opportunity for attacks. The payload delivered as part of these recent attacks, which is injected into the WMIPService.exe, is still being analysed. Still, Sophos believe it's part of a ransomware attack chain based on the attacker's profile. Sophos have assessed with moderate confidence that this is linked to the FIN8 hacking group, which was recently seen deploying the Black Cat or ALF5 ransomware strains.
Quackbot, one of the largest and longest-running botnets to date, has been taken down following a multinational law enforcement operation spearheaded by the FBI and appropriately named Operation Duck Hunt. This botnet, also known as QBot and Pink Slip Bot, was linked by law enforcement to at least 40 ransomware attacks against companies, healthcare and government agencies worldwide, causing hundreds of millions of dollars in damage, according to fairly conservative estimates. Over the last 18 months alone, losses have surpassed $58 million. Throughout the years, QuackBot has consistently served as an initial infection vector for various ransomware gangs and their affiliates or operators, these including Conti, Prolock, Egregor, Revil, RansomX, Megacortex, and most recently, Black Baster. The FBI dismantled this group after it infected over 700,000 computers, over 200,000 in the US alone, after infiltrating parts of the botnet's infrastructure, including one of the devices used by the QuackBot admin. Quote, one such device used by a QuackBot administrator, the FBI located many files related to the operation of the botnet, including communications between the administrators and co-conspirators, as well as a directory containing several files holding information about virtual currency wallets, according to the court documents. Quote, a different file found elsewhere on the same device, named payments.txt, contained a list of ransomware victims, details about the ransomware group, computer system details, dates, as well as an indication of the amount of Bitcoin to be paid to the QuackBot administrators in connection with a specific ransomware attack. Recently, they redirected QuackBot traffic to servers controlled by the agency, providing the FBI with access needed to deploy an uninstaller to compromise devices around the globe, clearing the infection and preventing the deployment of additional malicious payloads. While victims received no notification when the uninstaller was executed to remove the malware from their systems, the FBI have notified them using IP address and routing information collected from the victim's computers when deploying this removal tool. Furthermore, people can reportedly check if their devices were infected by submitting their email address to the Have I Been Pwned service or the Dutch National Police websites. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.